Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chocks away, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller, of course, and I've got Jim Campbell with me. Hello. And Luke Moore. All right. Pete Donaldson's not here. No Pete this time. Oh, he's missed the first preview show. He has. I mm. think he's done that on purpose. I think so. Yeah, I think he's thought, I'm good in hindsight, <laughs> but, but I don't back myself as a predictor of the future, unlike Moore Stradamus. No, well, yes. well... Pete is in Japan, which is eight hours in the future. That's true. So actually, he's, yeah. you know, he's taken it literally technically more ahead of <laughs> than anyone. So it's ironic. So he, if anything, he would have more insight. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Notable well, by his absence. He will be on this show at some point because we're going to be doing this every Friday morning. Yeah, we are. You know, so why not? Uh, people, people like the ramble. Let's give them some more of it. Yes, and we'll find out if they really do like the ramble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least let's put it to the test. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you with that one, listeners. Yeah. Um, we're going to be previewing the the upcoming Premier League fixtures this weekend. First up, would you, Adam and Eva? It's Spurs versus Liverpool, and mm. it's Jurgen Klopp. He's the, he's the opening his, act in his first game. Yes, Jim. yeah, that, that's that's big news. Isn't it? I'd read an incredible stat yes. about Liverpool, which is that Gerard Houllier is the only Liverpool manager to win his first Premier League game. And how nostalgic and old does this make you feel? He was joint manager with Roy Evans. I at remember the time. that. Can I correct joint that? Managers. Step? The first manager to win his Premier League game. What in the whole of the Premier League or no, just his, for Liverpool? His first Liverpool game. Liverpool. His first Liverpool Premier League right, game. Okay. I, yeah, I assumed that would go without I, saying. I got that. But mm. Marcus wanted clarification, and that's fair enough. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. 
He's on behalf. He's on. He's speaking on behalf of the common man, not the elitist intellectuals on this side of the table. The very common yeah. man. The man who's had, a, had repeated blows to the head. Oh, hello, dear. confusion, the, my old friend. That's right, and hello, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, because he's our a new, new friend. friend. Yeah. yeah, unless you're an Evertonian, I'd, I'd imagine. Mm. Uh, it's gonna be. Flipping marvellous. It's going to be great, isn't it? Didn't he once describe himself as a heavy metal Arsene Wenger? He did, yeah. No such thing. In his, in his press, first press conference at Liverpool, he asked um, for his players to do many shoots and many sprints. <laughs> <laughs> did he not say something like he wants to see uh, fun and bravery? More fun and bravery in the Fun and bravery eyes. is a brilliant just slogan, isn't it? Something we can get behind yeah. after that. I mean, I mean, by far the, the, the group of Premier League fans who, who regularly lament the lack of mentioning of their team on the football round with our Spurs fans and they will no doubt be devastated to hear that we're talking about them at the top of the show for once but in the context of it's a really tough game against the Liverpool team uh, with yeah. a brand new manager well what I would say then Spurs fans is that, that Spurs are the only Premier League side not to have lost since the opening weekend yeah. of this year's uh, Premier League campaign it's an odd stat because it makes it sound like every team lost on the first day but there you go. Yeah, yeah. while well, we're they, getting they, confused. They're in pretty good shakes, actually. Not as Well, I'll not... tell you what, let's go against convention then. Let's not talk about it in the context of Klopp. Let's talk about it in the context of Spurs. Just, Spurs. just for the start just for the start. The go. Middlesex cockrolls. My opinion is my Naughty. opinion of Spurs is <laughs> yeah. The, my opinion of Spurs is when they at the beginning of the season I saw them play and I thought, not enough pace in the team, not enough imagination. It's a bit predictable, it's a bit slow in the build up. Um and I don't think they're gonna do much unless they sort this out. Um since then, they've improved, clearly. They have improved. Well, they beat Pardew's Palace. They did, and that's no mm. mean feat. No. Um, and and they've, they've, as, you've, as you've pointed out, Marcus, they've not lost since the opening day, and you can't argue with that. Um, last time out, draw against Swansea, wasn't it? it was, yeah, fair enough. It's, yeah. it's, it's an OK result. Swansea are a good team. This is a different proposition, though. Mm. And one of the players who has been really good um, ever since I said he's a little bit overrated, uh, that tends to happen like clockwork on this show, <laughs> is, is, is Eric Dyer at the base of that midfield, who's done a fantastic job the last few weeks. But unfortunately, he won't be available against uh, Liverpool. He's suspended. So he's going to be a miss for them. Um, I think it's a fascinating game. I think it's without doubt the highlight of the weekend. Uh, I can't wait to see Klopp's first game in charge. I can't wait to see how good Spurs are um, because Liverpool under Klopp, the players mm. will be looking to impress and all this other stuff. So it'll be a fascinating game. Um, it's a difficult one to call. I mean, I don't know if I should go out, out on a limb and actually call a result, but I know, Jim, you had a few feelings. I, I, think, that, I think it could be a draw and I think there's going to be goals in it. So I think possibly possibly two or I think you know, Christian Eriksen's been in incredible form. He he's, just seems to score free kicks for fun. Coutinho as well. This seems like exactly the sort of game that he'd he you know step up in. We see that a lot from him. Chris and Harris. Harry Kane's form as well. He's not scored a huge amount of goals for Tottenham yet, um, but I think that's a bit of a misnomer. I know he's he scored an own goal for them a little while ago and has been scoring goals for England. And that is a Harry Kane that I can get behind <laughs> as an Arsenal fan. But um, but I don't well, think that's indicative of how his season's going to go. Interestingly enough, Harry Redknapp in the Evening Standard today actually said um, now Harry Kane scored. Um, he's going to be among the goals. He almost sort of assumed yeah. that would happen, and he was sort of making. I wonder whether it was just Redknapp being flippant and phoning his column in, or whether he's got some insight into Kane because he would have worked with him. as when he was a younger man, where he's maybe a bit of a confidence player. And if he gets a goal, he'll he'll definitely go on to score more. But yeah. um, the Liverpool. Um, just, By the way, just just a quick one. Well hmm. done for giving old Redders a mention there, and not Thanks. having a dig. Well, if you let me finish, <laughs> I was going to go on to say, alternatively, he doesn't know what he's talking about and he's just trying to be relevant by putting stuff in the media because yeah. he wants people to forget about him. Yeah. That's basically what I was going to go on to say. Yeah, I fair mean, enough. On Harry Kane, I mean, a, a goal drought is effectively just the most 
the most present test of his maturity, isn't it? We, we saw an incredible rise from him, from a, a sort of Europa League bit part player to the, to the leading the line for for Spurs, and, and you know, starting for England recently. And you know, players they have these droughts. You know, well, and how he responds to that is another measure of of how you know how he's shaping up. Before the Newcastle game, Sergio Aguero had a goal drought, and why he responded? Wow. <laughs> yeah, saving them up. Yeah, against uh, against poor old Steve McLaren. Although he's injured. Well, before uh, we move on he? to Manchester, just from the Liverpool game. Yeah. I wanted to say that. Um, well, yeah, I wasn't moving on. Sorry, oh, sorry. just a little mention there. I'm, I'm, I'm chastising you for no reason. Don't chastise I? away. Um, I was just going to talk about Liverpool being um, 15 to 8 to win the game, and you know, <laughs> 20 20 pound on that is 57 pound 50 back. No way. It's 37 pound 50 profit. That's Can't maths than that. that. Mm, it is. Can I, can I actually uh, dare I suggest um, another uh, an odd I saw for, for Liverpool? The odds of them finishing first. In the season, at the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, I like this. I like this I market. I do as well. Because, because you know why? Because I think, you look at it and you think, it's tempted to say, Liverpool have changed their manager, right? So, yeah. so it's all automatically, you you do that sort of mental leap where you say, well, they're obviously having a disaster because yeah. they've yeah. had to change their manager eight games in. But actually, if you look at how Liverpool are doing, they're only three points off the top four. Yeah. and um, Six points off the top. Am I, am I, am I right, guys? In October. <laughs> in October. Yeah. You know, and and as you were going to go on to say, I'm sure yes. 33 to one on Liverpool to win the league this season. I think it, that's all right. I do as well, and I think for them to come fourth at five to one. I mean, these are obviously bet three six five odds, but that, that's that to me is is decent. I think, and the reason I'm saying that is because at this stage in the season. Anything can happen. Yeah. I, I mean, you look at look at what's happened to Chelsea. No one would have predicted that happened. Mm. There's no reason at all that with a manager who can get a grip of those players um, and and really bring them on that they can't go on and do something. Mm. C- certainly top four. You can't write them off with Klopp at the helm. That mm. said, though, they've lost Joe Gomez and Danny Ings for the entire oh, season in so quick succession. Just I'm, heartbreaking for them both. I'm really sad about um, and Joe Gomez because he looked like he had a lot of potential, and I'm sure he will bounce back from this, of course. But another Klopp quote that you've got to chuck in there is when Klopp was asked about Joe Gomez, he said. He's a lovely young boy with muscles in all the right places. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's ideal in a footballer, isn't it? That's too it? much I mean, information. You, yeah. yeah, but you, you don't want to play with a thigh muscle coming out of his chin. You know, that's no, no to anyone. Well, no, in the right places. Yeah, like, exactly. All exactly. oh, right. So first of all, it's a, it's a mental checklist. First of all, has he got muscles? Yeah. Good. Secondly, Where are they? Are they in the right places? <laughs> <laughs> was he giving him a massage at the time yeah. while he was saying it? Yeah, that one seems fine. <laughs> Maybe that's it. He does like a proper full MOT of every player as he gets to a club. I wouldn't put it past him. No. I wouldn't put it past him. But I think think the idea of Liverpool winning the league, obviously that's, you know, people might think that's ridiculous. The odds suggest that. But you're right, Luke. If if Klopp suddenly got them up for it, Chelsea are way off, as as we know. We'll come and talk talk about them. Um, The two, two Manchester sides... Well, Man City, uh, Pellegrini, they look good, they they do, but you wouldn't... They stumbled, though, didn't they, they after did, that European loss, as we stumble. predicted. And Arsenal are Arsenal. Exactly. Right, so, exactly. in conclusion, Doors Liverpool, open. Liverpool are going to win the league. There's, there's, not a, <laughs> there's not a completely ruthless team there. There's yeah. not a team like Chelsea of last season, just, just on they go, on they go, on yeah. they go. Every Again, time. early days, though, I expect City to refine their form and uh, be a bit more ruthless. Are Sunderland going to become ruthless under Big Sam? Big Sam's going to become ruthless <laughs> on top no. of Sunderland. Big Sam is going to continue to be ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's, 
uh, is he better than Rafa Benitez? All these quotes coming oh, this from is his funny, autobiography. Isn't it? Yeah, because I mean, his, his autobiography's out, and he's you know to sell it, he's just basically just slagged everyone, isn't yeah. he? What was it? What was it? He said it's, it's so Allardyce. He's, Champions League. Yeah, effectively, he's whatever. I forget well, the said, exact quote, but he, he said, said it had nout well, to do with Benitez. He said nout. about Rafa Benitez. He said he's won the Champions League with Liverpool. Obviously, I haven't done that, but it was nout to do with him. Mm. It was a lot to do with him. Mm. I'd say so. I think that. Do you know what I think? Allardyce hasn't even managed Liverpool. That's no. That's even beneath Big Sam so no. <laughs> yeah. I know he's no stranger to a quote I know he wants to sell a book and I know the PR company's going to go into that book and pull out all the big quotes and yeah. all that stuff and try and sell it and I understand that but really he should show a bit of respect for a fellow professional I think absolutely uh, Benitez's response was, was very clipped it though, was. wasn't it it was effectively you know what's he won nothing he's, yeah. effectively what you just said he just said he's got a book to sell he has, don't yeah, take I, it seriously I mean the only reason he responded is clearly because he was asked directly in yeah. a press conference a but, but they go away to West Brom this weekend yes um, and West Brom are a bit of a funny one aren't they this season because you, you they are talking about sort of these mental leaps all football fans do it's another one with West Brom because you automatically think right West Brom obviously they're never going to do anything massive They've now got Tony Pulis. They'll be fine. Well, actually, they're they're in seventeenth position. They're only four <laughs> points off relegation. So yeah. it is worth thinking about because they, they've lost their, their last two. And so I think Big Sam will be looking at this game, thinking they're occupying the spot we want. There's a chance. Here. Yeah. There's a chance. They they seem to they seem to get you know com- comprehensive wins and, and look convincing or get pumped. Yeah. It's a strange, very schizophrenic kind of a team we're seeing from West Brom well, actually one thing sorry Marcus to cut in there but I think somebody deserves credit is, is Darren Fletcher because apparently since he made his debut for West Brom he's not missed a minute of football for them good for him I, I mean that's incredible he spent so long on the sidelines well done Daz the, and yeah, the thing, the reason, one engine the reason Sunderland will, um, will or Big Sam will take heart from this is because obviously last time out they drew against West, West Ham got a point it's important for them at that stage obviously couldn't save Big Dick but um, they got a point. Last time out, West Brom went down to a regulation 2-0 defeat to Palace, and the time before that, it was a disastrous confidence shaker, yeah. wasn't it? When they mm-hmm. were 2-0 up against Everton, yeah. and they got pulled back and beaten 3-2. So it's an opportunity for Big Sam there, for sure. And he'd love nothing more, would he? Nothing He'd more. love nothing more. Yeah, well, I, to pull further away from to, those slugs to, to at Newcastle. Stat, yeah. To have a stat to back all that up in, in West Brom's last fifteen home games, they have eight clean sheets. Now that's decent, uh, but in their other seven games, they've conceded three or more. Mm. That's so well, Jekyll and Hyde. Well, it's happened to saying, what Jim was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, another worry for me for Sunderland in particular. Is are those are those players good enough to get Allardyce's tactics right straight away? I don't know that they will be. There's a lot of sort of headless chicken style performances from players that should know better because they're way more experienced so far in the season. And you know how quickly can you sort that out? So mm. would you? Okay, based on that, then. So if I said to you, Sunderland are three to one to beat West Brom, would you have, would you be happy to have a bet on that? I don't know. I, I think West Brom might take that one. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So Especially you would, at home. Okay, fair enough. I think with, with Allardyce's tactics, though, is it not a case against the bigger sides where he likes to set up uh, to frustrate them and then and nick yeah. a few things here and there? And actually, Mourinho, I, mean, I may have said this on the, on the show before, but Mourinho said that the difference of managing in Italy and England, tactically in Italy, most games were like a game of chess. Yeah. Whereas in England, teams tended to set up fairly predictably apart from he said one that was always a bit tricky to second guess was, was Sam Allardyce mm. well Allardyce actually made a very interesting point about Sunderland in an interview I saw with him just after he'd taken over where he said that the, the you know he's there as a firefighter the first thing he's got to do is make sure they're safe so he's, he's singled out Jermaine Defoe saying I don't have too many chances for you to get this right so you've got to take your own chances mm. and also what he wants from his players is for them to stop 
you know, making more mistakes than the opposition. Mm. As long as you make fewer mistakes than the other side, you're always going to have a good chance. And I mean, that's as back to basics as it gets. I think but sometimes people, f- you know, forget how important that is. The reason that, all joking aside about the Premier League, that, you know, it tends to overmarket itself and all that stuff we like to laugh at. On the Mourinho thing, I think for me, looking at it, trying to be empathetic with what a manager has to deal with if he manages in Italy and Spain and England, for me, it looks like. As you say, Italy, it looks like you you set your stuff out. You, it's like a chess game, so mm. it's tactics. It's it's you know holding your nerve that sort of stuff. With Premier League, to me, it just looks like it's a massive fun roller coaster. You never know <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen. You need to get the players it's up back for and it. forth at 100 mile an hour. Yeah. And what you've got to do, as you've just said, is get these players to believe in themselves. Mm. Get these players to to get forget about the last couple of months, yep. which is what Big Sam's got to do with yep. Sunderland, and say. It's an opportunity here. Yeah. You're not playing Barcelona away here. You're playing West Brom away, yeah. and you've got a chance. They're only you know, four points or whatever it is above us. There's a chance. Would Allardyce say, if in, if it was Barcelona away, I wouldn't be in the away dressing room? I'd be in the home one. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's not Barcelona away for me yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he'd be in charge of Real Madrid, obviously. Exactly. Uh, it, it is interesting, though, you say that about Serie A and, and the Premier League. You just wonder, so many English managers that have done okay, the likes of, say, the aforementioned Harry Redknapp, would Redknapp have had a managerial career in Italy? Imagine those kind of players. Because their tactics are quite simple in England. And sometimes, Mm. even Brian Clough did that. Well, I think think it's not... I mean, Italy go too tactically. So they mm. go too tactical, and and it actually t- it turns people off because because yeah. the average football fan mm-hmm. isn't I don't want to speak on behalf of everyone, but the average football fan isn't going to know about the finer details, the minutiae of of, of what inside out forwards do or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. You know, a false nine here and that they don't care. What they want to do is actually want to see their team try. They want to see their team score goals, yeah. and ultimately they obviously want to see their team win. And that's why the Premier League is successful because that's almost it seems that that is more important than anything else in the Premier League. Yeah, very 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 true. I think I think one of the tastier fixtures. Um, at the weekend it's happened at Goodison Park Everton hosting Manchester United Manchester United have, have sometimes struggled there yeah and, and also they're off, off the back of the humiliating gubbing at the Emirates yeah. <laughs> so how do they um, <laughs> oh it's so nice to be able to say that yeah. um, I, mean, how do I don't think you've enjoyed that? that enough yet did no you say, I haven't did you say gubbing I yeah. did good Scottish word yeah. mm. I learned mm. it from you mate thank you um, always learning um, <laughs> so yeah I mean they've had a good season up to that result and they were you know Van Gaal couldn't believe how poor they were and how do they respond to that especially having had the break you know, it's um, it's not the place you want to go. Having had uh, been on the end of a thrashing, can we call it? You know, a shellac, not quite a shellac. No, 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 I don't know if it was a thrashing. It's, but it's, it's, it's a game between the two teams that I quite like in places, but I'm not fully convinced by yet. Yeah, yeah Everton and Man United. Are both... those places Liverpool and Manchester? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. but do you know what I mean though. They're no, both showing flashes. They both showing yeah. impressive things, but you're not quite fully convinced by either team well, yet. Barkley and Lukaku, the way they've linked up at times this season, has been mm. quite superb. As you say, an old nasy, but as you say, getting involved. Um, Ross Barkley, talent that he is, he gives the ball away a lot. And if you've got Schneidlin and Schweinsteiger in there, they're just going to mop that up. Yeah. So that, that could be potentially disastrous for but, Everton. But then, is that Manchester United midfield at the base quite settled? Because mm. against Arsenal, it didn't look particularly settled. And if Barkley... No, looked drunk. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Barkley... He does give the, but he's getting better certainly. But often people say, "Oh yeah, Barkley does, uh, you know, maybe take too many risks." I've said it myself as well. But he is wonderful at driving forward. He's wonderful at taking on players mm. and having a go at goal. And actually, those midfielders will not want him picking up the ball and, and running at them. Mm. 
I think we're all agreed. I, I agree. And I, think I, was just, I was just looking at the um, May United's odds to win the title, actually, just out of interest. And they're 7-1 to one to win the title. I've not seen anything to convince me of that yet. I just don't think they're consistent enough. I don't think they're solid enough at the moment. Um, and it'll be a really fascinating game to see how that one turns out. Because, again, Everton, you could probably argue the same thing. I agree with your point about Lukaku and Barkley. But to me, that is... A, a, a partnership that is clicking at the moment but it's actually between two quite inconsistent players mm-hmm. and it's easy to see that fall to pieces at some point yeah but the other the other partnership they've got in there is Jagielka and Stones yeah yeah, which, that, yeah I, I agree which, with that Yeah, which looks yeah. very good would, would Everton fans could they claim that they got Brendan Rodgers sacked because if Liverpool would have won the derby... I heard, I heard that that was decided after the FCC on game, which is going to happen after oh, okay, but, but, okay. but But the cynic in me thinks if they had beaten Everton, there's no way he would have been fired at that, that point. No. Yeah. You'd, have, you'd have to have a, a brass neck on you to fire mm, at that yeah. point. And I, I would imagine Everton fans were probably enjoying the latter day Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. They were probably sad to see him go. Yeah. There's a, it's a, that's always a funny thing about football, so when there's local rivalry. You sort mm. of... You always think it's funny when a man, uh, your rival team loses their man. Yeah, but but think, oh, God, they might get better yeah, now. If they're terrible, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's many Everton fans happy about Klopp being Liverpool. No. Now, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what about the, uh, the, the the big one? Yeah, it is the big one. The uh, An early relegation run-in between <laughs> Chelsea and Aston Villa and Stamford Bridge. <laughs> mm. it's, uh, it, it's ridiculous to think, to isn't that it, that both managers are under so much pressure that either has to win. Yeah, I mean, if if Bearing in Sherwood mind, gets sacked, he won't never have felt so bad. Well, be, be, <laughs> I ain't never felt this bad in my life. I never very bad. <laughs> well, I, I can remember uh, going to watch Chelsea versus Aston Villa a few years ago, and Chelsea beat them eight 0 And I love that. You, oh, you at the game? Were you? I was there. Yeah. And you can get that for five hundred to one. Yeah, I wouldn't be putting my money on that at this point. Crafty quid. But I do listen. <laughs> I, I, I'm, it's going to be my bet of the week this game, so we'll come on to that in just a short, right, just okay. a short while. It won't be eight 0 but we'll come on to it in just a short while. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think there's going to be a nil involved. I think you there's going to be no. goals in this game. I can see that happening. I, I think, you know, in in a way, it's almost like two beleaguered managers under pressure. <laughs> Mourinho's probably looking at the fixture list going, home to Villa. I'll have some of that. Thank you yeah. very much. Might not even go. I'll watch <laughs> that on telly. <laughs> and, and Tim Sherwood's thinking, here's a chance to Away make a to Chelsea. Because, because, because what Tim Sherwood's doing is he, in my view, what I've observed is that he got this reputation early on as this tactics Tim type thing where mm. he was almost like Redknapp like, get out there, run around a bit, that sort of thing. And I think he noticed that people saw that in him and were all of a sudden writing him off as someone who wasn't equipped. And now he's just trying to be tra- tactically way too clever. Yeah. You know, he's, he's changing things around. He's almost doing a bit of a Brendan Rodgers, like changing formation game to game, changing formation within games. And, it's, and it looks like a manager who badly lost his way. And if it goes wrong for, for Aston Villa at Chelsea, which I think it might, I think it could go wrong in a big way because these players at Chelsea are going to be low on confidence. If they get, if Willian, who's been playing very well for Chelsea, I mean, there's been players at Chelsea who are still playing okay. Yeah. Aspilicueta, Willian, but Willian particularly. And if Willian plays and if Willian scores early, is that going to get Chelsea's tails up? And if it does, I'd hate to be, I mean, I'm fairly disappointed to be an Aston Villa fan anyway, but I would particularly <laughs> hate to be an Aston Villa fan in that situation. Yeah, Villa, do you understand what I mean though? Yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, Villa have not scored in their last nine away matches. <sighs> So they are in poor form, but then obviously Chelsea are. I mean, you're right in saying that it is a fixture where Mourinho probably thinks, thank goodness they're coming to town, because they are are absolutely desperate for a win. However, if they fail here, then the, the supporters, for obvious reasons, Mourinho's been the best manager in Chelsea's history, statistically. The fans absolutely love him, rightly so. But if they were to lose at home to Villa, you see, Southampton mm. are a decent side. Yeah, yeah. And you can you can make uh, you know accounts for that and, and 
and excuses there. Obviously, losing away to Manchester City, fair enough. But if they lose... Oh, listen, in the circumstances and the context of the season, it's the biggest game of the Premier League season so far. Yeah. The stakes... There's not been, there have not been stakes higher for either team and manager so far this season because... Sherwood knows if they get a win at Stamford Bridge, who's gonna, who in their right mind is going to even call for his sacking, mm. let alone fire him? He, he can really make a name for himself here, and he knows that. And also, as someone who you know can motivate his players when he when he needs to, we've seen him do that in the past. What better what better platform to build from than a win at Stamford Bridge? Mm. You know, however, whatever form Chelsea are in. But I I expect that the game maybe Villa trying to get it up to Rudy Gestead mm. and John Terry just going cheers. Yeah, see, that's another interesting point, and that feeds into something I was thinking, which is that um, I think. Sherwood's starting to lose his nerve. So these players he's signed, these sort of tricky players and the players that he's relied on in the past, like Grealish and people like that, mm-hmm. I wonder if now he's thinking it's back to it's, basics it's time, time for that. And, and we need to get just grind something out. You wouldn't expect yeah. to see Sinclair up front. Morgan <laughs> no. Or Grealish. Or, I mean, he's dropped Carlos Hill, who's a tricky player yeah. who looks good. Inconsistent. Though, he's not yeah, trusting those players suddenly. Do you not think it's funny, though, actually? You could, you could flip it on its I head and say... it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could flip it on its head and say, any other time, Sherwood would know his tactics going into that game. Keep it tight. Mm. Try and nick something. Mm. But now mm. you go there and you think, should we well, actually... That's it. Look at the way Palace played. Southampton. Yeah. Teams have a go at Chelsea and they get something out of it. Yeah, so it's it's actually a little bit tricky for him and, because they'll yeah, think to themselves... The only difference, though, Michael, sorry to cut in, though, yeah. is the two teams you've mentioned there. Um, Southampton have had a reasonable start of the season. And Palace not, have been not great. Not brilliant, but reasonable. And Palace, the towels are up. Yeah. yeah. Aston yeah. Villa are not... It's very difficult, practically speaking, for Sherwood to go to these players and say, here's a chance for you. This would be a great win. They're all mm. on the floor at the moment. They're mm. on the floor. So, I mean, they're in the relegation zone. Even if they win this weekend and results go their way, they can't come out of the relegation zone. So whatever happens come Sunday night, when all the games... Or Monday night, when all the games are done, they're still going to be sat in the relegation zone. Yeah. So it's hard to lift them, I think. Um, well, Palace themselves are at home to West Ham. Mm. Uh, both teams are, are flying very high indeed a great mm. starts to the season West Ham have been just just wonderful haven't they three mm. superb away results and then some funny home results but Palace with old Pardew at the helm who's mm. already he's touting himself former hammer yeah touting himself for England already um, they they look pretty good but yeah I, I agree I think yeah I completely agree with you I, I think you know West Ham have got have got a good couple of scalps under their belt away from home. Can you put a scalp under a belt? If you could, their belt is full of scalps at the yeah. moment. Mm. Uh, I think in 2015 you could probably get a scalp belt made. <laughs> I hope so. Especially when you've got a lot of disposable funds, which a lot of yeah, footballers have. Football You'd so hope big. that would be fake. Yeah, but the scalp. But West, I, th- I think West Ham's away form isn't going to. It's not going to last forever, is it? I mean, you can't rely on that. You can't rely on beating those sort of quality teams away, and especially away at Palace, who've got you know, got a good home record. I don't know, Jim. Can you see something there? Possibly for West Ham, yeah, because I think the the thing with them under Billich, especially as their their form has been so strange. You know, they've been so brilliant away, and they've, they've mm. you know they've you know we know all about their collection collection of scalps. Um, they are still a little bit of an unknown quantity, and Dimitri Payet has been. Well. Has just been absolutely superb. It seems there's no string he can't pull. So, yeah. I mean, he could have a huge, huge influence on that game. And he's been kicking off this week about not being um, picked for France, hasn't he? So, well, obviously, a confident young was man. It, uh, who was it? Was it Deschamps or, so, or somebody like that who was having a go at him saying, Why did you leave Marseille to go to West Ham? You know, you were at right. an enormous club like Mar- Marseille. Why have you just gone to West Ham? You've just gone for money and you just wanted to go to the Premier League and you could have gone yeah. somewhere else. Or what's, your, what's your point? 
Yeah. <laughs> also, West Ham move into the Olympic Stadium next season. They're you know they're going to start making decent money yeah, out of West that. Ham... They're, they're they're very much an up and coming team. Well, West Ham are a big side, but but it's not like he's gone there and done nothing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've got my own opinions on, on whether West Ham will fill the Olympic Stadium or not, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have. But the point on Payet is that. He's not necessarily going to be at West Ham forever. I mean, I, I know no. West Ham fans won't like me or thank me for saying that, but reality of the situation is that if Payak continues to perform at this level and, and just becomes continues to be an assist machine, you know, the mm. puppet master, just putting strings all over the place, <laughs> he's not going to stay at West Ham. Well, that's just the way modern football is. So ultimately, Deschamps has been a bit short-sighted there at best, I think, and also yeah. a little bit unfair. If it was Deschamps that said it, yeah, I, one think did, yeah. I think that's yeah. what it was. Now, we've uh, we've got our own £50 bet to make, don't we, Luke? Yes, at the end of the show, which is obviously impending, we are going to do a £50 bet, and the winnings of that, the winnings, he's, he, uh, he, he optimistically <laughs> says, <laughs> are going to go to uh, Prostate Cancer UK, so yeah. a very noble and worthy charity. My bet this week, I'm going to take us back to Stamford Bridge to yes. the uh, to the Chelsea Aston Villa game. I like the look of Chelsea minus one to beat Aston Villa. So Chelsea to beat Aston Villa with a one goal handicap at twenty to twenty one. Fifty pound bet um, returns ninety seven pound sixty return, uh, including stake. Obviously, with all those winning proceeds, go to uh, go to Prostate Cancer UK. Remember, you need to be over the age of eighteen to bet, and odds are subject to change. Uh, and you must gamble responsibly. And for more information on responsible gambling, go to gambleaware.co.uk. Marvelous. Marvelous. Uh, we've come to. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. To the end of the uh, the first Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Um, it's been a pleasure, chaps. If you want to get in touch, of course, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website is thefootballramble.com. We're on Twitter at Football Ramble. We're on Instagram. Mm. We're on Facebook. You know the drill, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll see you again on Monday night slash Tuesday morning. And certainly mm. we'll. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. That's goodbye from me. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.